Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, and welcome back to another uh, day of the podcast. Uh, Tom Joustra and Doug Brett Schneider here as your um, people who are discussing uh, on the podcast this week. And um, of course, today is the day after. This is day two of hunting season. Did you get your deer? Um, I don't hunt. Oh. So I, I did not. Did I you? Didn't. No, I didn't either. You didn't either. No. Okay. But it I might know. be hiding in my backyard, but I can't hunt. Okay. Anything, so. <laughs> but hey, who knows? I know there are several people who listen to this podcast who are hunters. And so yes. hopefully you had fun, whatever one, the outcome. One place, one place, one church that I worked at um, came to work and there was a bunch of pickup trucks in the, in the, in the par- parking lot and it was like opening day. And all the guys were there showing off their deer. Oh, really? The pastor had to come out and look oh. at them. And <laughs> That's so great. That was kind of fun. That's great. Speaking of deer, okay, there is only one domestic deer where people actually like raise them and they're okay. sort of like pets. You know what kind of deer those are? I do not. Okay, they live up in the way north. Santa. Reindeer. Some. Yes. Reindeer. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Reindeer is the only domestic deer. Otherwise, okay. the rest of them are all wild. Wild. Okay. Okay. Um, this is interesting. This this is not a fill in the blank or anything, but it says in North America, deer are considered the biggest threat to humans among all mammals. And I right. think about that a little bit. That deer are considered the biggest threat to humans among all mammals. Okay. And I'm guessing it's the car deer I would accidents. Say, I would say car deer accidents. Yeah, I yeah. would imagine. Right. Yeah. There's no other mammal that is considered a threat to us, at least. And then, anyway, I did not know that. And then here, okay, so I mean, you saw in our picture, listeners, okay, that we wore these bright um, hunter orange hats, and I always thought it was because, oh, you don't want to be accidentally shot by another hunter. But here's another interesting fact: deer are actually colorblind to this color of neon orange, okay, which is why hunters wear jackets of that color in order to increase their chances of gunning down a deer. I didn't know that either. No, I thought it was. So people don't shoot at you. Right. So, so like to protect yourself from other humans, but they're saying, at least the, and I read this on several different websites, that they, deer actually can't see this bright color. Well, so it's, that's cam- it's camouflage. For them. I mean, in their eyes, yeah, that color is more camouflaged. But anyway, interesting oh, little that tidbit. Is, that is interesting. Yeah, yes. Yeah. But, but it's got to be to protect yourself from other hunters, too. It has well, to be yeah. some of that, too, I think. One reason I quit hunting is because... The shots hit the tree just above my head one time from another Ooh, hunter. Oh, my goodness. And we were supposed to be on private land. So oh. a, little, a little goofy. Ooh, that's a little scary. Yes, for sure. Okay. Uh, that's a good transition into today's yeah. thankful Thursday. Thank because I'm th- you are thankful <laughs> that that was a couple inches above yes, your head, right? Yes, yes, <laughs> absolutely. So, Doug, what are some other things you are thankful for on this Thursday, the week before Thanksgiving, actually? Well, it's, it's really interesting. Um, my son, Adam, uh, is a teacher in Florida. Well, he was. And this year he uh, changed uh, careers completely, started a new job, which surprised us. Um, he's actually still working on his uh, master's in uh, oceanography. Hmm. Uh, as he was a biology teacher, ran a nature center for the school system. And uh, 
He left his position to begin selling for a foundation inspection firm. They inspect the foundations and the floor joists. He's into crawl spaces. They do concrete lifting, different things with concrete settles and all that kind of stuff. And uh, so it was a huge step of faith. And um, I'm so, you know, does it pay better than the school, which was the, the financial reason was the reason they, he got out of teaching. Okay. You might understand that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, uh, he said, no, it's a 100% commission job. And so I was a little concerned as, you know, Nancy and I would be thinking right. of our son and three, three girls and a wife. And it's like, wow. But after about three months of being uh, on his own in the field, he was the number six salesperson out of 100 in Florida. Mm. And he said, the, the guys at work are saying, how did you do it? And he goes, primarily divine intervention, and I'm just doing what you taught me to do. Wow. And so, I mean, we're very thankful yes. that uh, that God has brought that around, and he's given God glory mm. through his work. Um, it's just it's just amazing. So, um, yeah, that's one thing, this you know, big change for, for yeah. him this year and right. the family, and very thankful for that. There's a lot of things I'm thankful for. Yes, my wife, I mm-hmm. keep... She's a blessing. So, um, yeah, we're cool. thankful for that as well. But you have to say that. Correct. Because I am. That's right. <laughs> um, isn't it cool when your own kids glorify the Lord with yes. their lives, right? Where they yes. point to him yes. um, and glorify him um, with, in their lives. Um, yeah. that's, that's very, very cool. Yes. Both okay. both boys, families, you know, love the Lord. Cool. And that's, that's a blessing. Yay, God. Yay, God. Well, thank you for sharing. Yes. All right, John 14, 15 through 21 is our passage today. Uh, Doug is going to read this. Uh, This is the passage where Jesus promises the Holy Spirit. Okay. Again, Jesus' words. If you love me, you will obey what I command. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me because I live. You also will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father and you are in me and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and obeys them, he is the one who loves me. He who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love him and show myself to him. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, my version in verse 16 said, um, he will give you another advocate. Okay, your version mm-hmm. said he will give you another uh, counselor. And I like mm-hmm. that word advocate or that word counselor. It just... It makes me think of somebody who's there to um, come alongside you. Yes. Like to help. Yes. And that's exactly what our Holy Spirit does, right? He comes Absolutely. alongside of us. He lives in us and he's here to help us and he's here to guide us um, in the ways of Jesus. He's here to yes. um, instruct us and encourage us in the ways of Jesus. And um, yeah, uh, Jesus wants us to be restorers, right? We talked about that earlier this mm-hmm. week. We want, you know, he wants us to be restored people who restore situations, right, uh, for him. And it's the Holy Spirit who helps us to do that. Absolutely. In the absence of Jesus, because yeah, yep. Jesus is 
in heaven right now. He is. So in his absence, we have his advocate. We have his counselor, counselor. which is cool. It's interesting. The the word counselor, kind of looking at that, translated, um, gives us strength and assistance and power and wisdom and knowledge. There's that knowledge again. And God as our advocate is from an eternal perspective. So it kind of sounds like Good, Good Father, the song that we sing. But he says, I'm not leaving you as orphans. Mm. And you think of that in a a fatherly picture, you know, that, you know, I am there. I will be your advocate. Mm -hmm. I will be a good father to you. And you just think of a good father raising up his his children who gives them all of those things, strength and assurance and assistance and, you know, teaching them the right way to do things. And um, all of that is just, I'm not leaving you as an orphan. You're not going to be left in this world all by yourself. I'll be with you. Isn't that cool? That is so awesome. I mean, we've been adopted, uh-huh. right? I th- that makes me think of like like of an orphanage over in Africa or in Romania or something. Sure. You know, and I think about those kids in an orphanage, okay, mm-hmm. and how, what their feelings must be. Yes. You know, of like, yes. I don't know, just no purpose or no, I don't know, no family. Yes. And, um, and I, can, I can only imagine that if, if there's somebody who comes and chooses them, how they're just their outlook on life is totally different. Like, oh my yeah. goodness, somebody wants me. Yes, you know. Yep. And and that's kind of what Jesus is saying here. I will not leave you as orphans. I yes. choose you. I choose you. Right. Yes. Now I haven't. I haven't. I haven't brought you home quite yet. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's still coming. Okay. But I promise I will come back. That's right. right? And I will come yeah. to the orphanage and I will come and get you. Yes. Um, but how how cool that is. Yeah. The feeling. Yeah. My son Clayton and his wife um, have adopted children. And have also fostered children, mm. and uh, so it's it's uh, always a surprise. Sometimes they'll say, um, "There'll be an extra one for dinner," or right, things right, like that. Right. Like, and we have to we you know welcome them openly, and it's like, I wonder if this will be a grandchild or mm. if this will be a foster child. Right, you know, right. and, and just how that's going to go. But uh, absolutely, it's uh, it's just a joy um, for his heart, their hearts, just being open right. to help people out that yeah, way. Very cool. Very cool. Anything else about the advocate or the counselor or anything else from this passage? Um, he calls him the spirit of truth. That's I verse that. 17. Yes, yeah, the spirit of truth. The spirit of truth. What and do you think that means? Yeah. Well, he wants us to be guided by the truth. You know, he wants us to be uh, counseled by the word of God. And uh, all of those things that strength, assistance, power, wisdom, knowledge, you know, that is that spirit that that we can hear and know him and and love him mm-hmm. and uh in in a sense we can just bow and worship with our whole life because we have the father's love and the holy spirit within mm-hmm. us yes for sure thank you for some reason that made me think of um I work on the summer crew, the summer cleaning crew at Zealand Christian. Correct. Okay. Yes. And we have this little, um, this acronym, I guess you could say, that we that we that we encourage the kids to think about. It's BBTO. Okay. We said BBTO. Okay, and that means bring back to original. So when you're cleaning this desk. Do the best you can to bring it back to its original state. Yes. Get off all the pencil marks, all the 
whatever that's on there. Okay. And he polish it up and make it look good. When you clean a wall, do the same thing. When you clean a bathroom, do the same thing. Bring it back to original. But isn't that what the Holy Spirit? I think so. I think, yeah. Is trying to do in our own lives. Exactly. Right? He's trying to BBTO. Yeah. Okay? He's trying to bring us back to original. Okay? Bring us back to the original um, people who who we were created to be without sin, right? Without sin, yes. I was going to say. We can't, us... we can't do that perfectly yes. you know, on this side of heaven, you know, but that's our job, you know, to try to make ourselves mm-hmm. as original to Jesus as we can and to try to bring others along with us. Absolutely. You know? Yes. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So as we go into our Thursday here, whether you're listening in the morning or the afternoon or the evening, BBTO. How about that? Bring it back to original. Bring it back to original. Your own life, you know, hey, try to be more loving. Try to be more patient. Try to be more gentle with the people around you. You know, just try to bring yourself more and more back to that original state with the Holy Spirit's help. Sure. You know, and um, yeah, may it be a good Thursday for all of us. And we will see you back here for one more podcast. On Friday. On Friday. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.